What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. And today, I had an interesting question come about from myself. I was uh, from just reading this. I read it again. And uh, I read it again and again. I kept reading it. But one question that came to my mind that um, as I read the story again is how do you trust God after you've taken your issue to the church and it, it didn't get resolved, right? You've taken this issue to the church and it didn't get resolved. How, how do you trust God? Like, how do you go forth? Like, what do you do? You know, you you have this guy, this man, and 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 if you think about it, his son had a mute spirit, and it, his son had this mute spirit for uh, for a little little bit of time, right? It says when Jesus asked the question, and what was it twenty? Uh, no, 21. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood, from childhood, right? And I'm looking at the boy. You have this man, right? He took, he took his son to the disciples, and they couldn't cast out the demon. And, and, and I'm at the point where, 21, where he, Jesus asked the man, he said, how long had this been happening to the boy? And what, what was going on with the boy? He was having seizures. Right. And today they medicate you for having seizures. Nobody's saying, hey, he got a demon. Uh, he got this mute and dumb spirit. Man, ain't nobody going to say that. Right. You take him to the doctor. They give you some kind of med- medication and they medicate it to help, I don't know, reduce the effects of the seizures or what have you. Uh, but when you read this in the text, like somebody would read Mark 9 and they have uh, a child that's doing that. And then they take it to the take their child to the church, and right, and then they don't get healed. You know, they're gonna be feeling some kind of way. Like this man was feeling some kind of way. It, you know, he was feeling some kind of way. And then, then to top it off, it says the scribes was there, and they started having a dispute. Right. You can only imagine what the dispute was, right? You can, you can only imagine. Like if you, you, bring, you bring it to today's time, right? You bring it to today's time, you already know what's going on. The naysayers, the doubters, you already know what they're saying. You know, they, they're bringing, uh, they're saying it's a hoax. You know, phony. You know, see, that's why I don't believe. That's why I don't, I don't be going to church because this right here, and if you all remember Benny Hinn, you know, he had a healing ministry. And come to find out, you know, he was, he was also a hoax. But not here to bash anybody, but just talking about how do you trust God? After this situation, you, you, you thought and you pleaded, you've had desperate, you've gone to the doctors, you've gone to, 
anybody you could think of, you know what I'm saying? And then you go to the church. Church would be like your last resort. It's like, hey, man, I just need to get this thing situated. So you take your son or your daughter to the church, and they can't even fix the problem. It's like, how do you go forth? How do you, how do you go forth? What do you mean, what do you do, right? I mean, that's, that's legitimate, right? What do you do? And, and I must say, I must say, on Mark's, on Mark's behalf, I was wrong last week. I, I, I criticized Mark uh, for having the um, – for, for not putting the 12 going out two by two ahead of this particular passage, but he did. Uh, I believe it's in Mark 7. He actually, oh, yeah. Mark 6. Mark 6, he talked yeah. about it. The disciples went out two by two. So yeah. going on with the story, Mark was accurate. I was wrong. And as as discussed in Mark 6, the disciples – were sent out by Jesus, and Jesus gave them power over spirits to cast out demons, to, to, to do all of these type of miracles, to, to basically show these signs that they were sent out by God. And so this man had to have heard that they were sent out and they had power over spirits, and this man had to have some type of knowledge or sense that what was going on with his son was not natural. Right. right? It was something that wasn't Natural. So he must have grown up around the church or some kind of way, you know, for him to even take his son to the disciples, for him to even think that his son had a demon, right? For him to even think that. So he had to have some type of familiarity with God, and, and here he is taking his son to men of God to get some type of witness, to have some type of witness or some type of it's like whatever you know you don't even sometimes you don't even know what you're looking for but you just go like i said in the modern day time you just go to the altar you don't even know what you're going for you just know you got all of these issues and you just go and i heard y'all was you know good happy people everything was put together probably you know you probably heard that i don't know probably heard that and then you go to this church and, and then so you hoping to get some something put together in your life so you go, right? And and then from the disciples' point of view, I mean, looking from that point of view, they had cast out demons. And then all of a sudden this boy comes and they can't do it. I mean, they came back bragging at one particular point, And they were saying, Lord, Lord, we, we, even, even, we even have authority over demons. Yeah, because I said you did. I just told you that you were going to be able to do these things. So, that's not shocking. If I say you have authority over something, then you do. You you do. I wasn't lying when I said it. So then, when it actually happened, it was like confirmation for them, right? So so that what enabled them to trust God more when He tells them something and then it actually happens. It's like man, man, Lord, look, look, look. I I see, I see, I get it. I'm, I'm I, I I trust you more. I'm gonna follow you more. I'm gonna do what you say more because. What you told me actually came to pass. But then in, in this instance, it didn't. So when you're thinking like as the disciple, it's like, well, whoa, what, what happened? You know what I mean? Three weeks ago, we were able to, any type of little thing we saw, we were able to get that thing straight. Now, we can't. How does that affect your trust? You know, when you think about it, that that that's, that's sort of devastating. I mean, when I think about it, it's, it's devastating. But what do you do? Right? What do you do? 
Anybody? What, what would what would any of you do if if you 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 once were able to use God's authority and cast out a demon or, or heal or whatever, perform some type of miracle, and then now you can't? Or if you're on the other side of that, taking her hearing about people getting healed in the church, and you go into the church, and, and even James 5 says, hey, you know, if any of you are sick, you know, take it to the elders of the church, and, and you take these, your issue or whatever, to the elders of the church, and they pray for you, and then you still sick. You still have an issue. Nevertheless. Nevertheless, huh? <laughs> you know, not my will, but his will be done. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. But but you but but you know guys, like a lot of people struggle with this thing, right? This is one of our biggest struggles. And it's not even grand issues. This it's something that like a small scale small scale things. You know, it's not like huge things like Job. Okay, you look at Job's situation. He got sick. He lost his children, and he lost his what? Well, he lost his job in a sense. He lost all of it in a matter of I don't know how long it was. You could say two days, but you, but you but, really but, say, he, but. but he Corey, he does just like we do. Yeah, he did just like we do. He spent all his time talking to his three friends. Right. He should have been talking to God. Amen. I like that. Friends don't have no answer. And in some cases, disciples don't either. Yeah. Men don't have an answer. Right. So then so then that says something, right? We put a lot of trust yeah. in yeah. men. See, we put a lot of trust said? in yeah. And then when men don't have the answers, and, and in most cases we get we get what we become devastated because the men didn't do what we thought they could do. Yeah, we got the, we got these expectations of men that we shouldn't have. Right. And and that extends beyond that. That extends to a lot of things, right? Even in our jobs, when our jobs, when we lose our job, we we we're what? A lot of people are at a at a loss. Yeah, they lose their job. Good. Oh man, the world has come to an end. But this is real, though, right? This is real. And 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 the question remains. You know, we nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, God's will. And I don't know God's will. I I, I say. I, you know what I'm saying? I say I I know God's will because I chose to believe. I know God wants to, to you know, it's saving my soul, but why I lose my job? Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm not talking yeah. about people that are just lost in the world. I'm talking about people that have said, I believe in God. Yeah. This is this You're man talking about me. with the church. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hot girl. You're talking about us. <laughs> You're talking about Yes. Yeah. Right? We 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 deal with this on a daily basis, man. But but how come we don't deal with the obvious solution? And 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 that is God, right? 
And how do you trust we go, them? We, we go everywhere but the, but, but the source. Yes. How do, how do you trust it? Last week we talked about how do you That's trust That's where you him. trust his promises. You may not know his exact will in this yes. moment, but you know what his promises are. And as long right. as you yeah. remain, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and, you know, trust in the promises of him, you may not know how it's going to come to pass in this matter, but you know yes. there's a promise in your life. And so you have to trust his promises when you can't see what's going on, what's about to manifest. You have to remember the promises of him. Amen. But but Jesus but Jesus That's and good. James both said you have not because you ask not. Right. And you somehow asking this somehow and all of that good stuff. Been, somehow or another us asking questions don't seem to be appropriate. Right. We'll talk right. about it, we'll discuss it, we'll make excuses for it, but asking, humbling ourselves and asking Seems to be that's not that's not one of the options. And then some of us do ask. And when we ask, then what? Yeah, then what? Well, let's look at the story some more. If you notice, he went to the disciples, and the Lord showed me this, and I, I had asked, I asked. He went to the disciples; they couldn't heal him. And when he came to the disciples, this is Jesus. When Jesus came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and scribes disputing with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? Then one, out of, uh, then one of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son. I stopped right there. Because this, this is what the Lord. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, it says I I brought you my son, but he Jesus wasn't there, was he? Exactly, he wasn't there. But he brought his son to Jesus. To Jesus. It, in other words, he brought his issue to God. And a lot of times we take our issues to God, but it be men in front of us. Right. You see what I'm saying? Men are yeah. in front of us, but we want God to resolve the issue. But men are in front of us, and then the men can't fix the issue. And fix it. So then what did he have to do? He had to wait for Jesus to show up. Yeah. That makes sense? Right. And he did. That should resonate. That should resonate. Why? Why? Because a lot of times we invest, we, in, we, we, in, we entrust a lot of what is going on with us with physical things and then, but we want God to fix it. Get, get what I said? We invest a lot of what, what our issues are. We invest it, we entrust it into physical things, and meaning, meaning we want something physical to fix the thing, but in actuality, we're, 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 we're wanting God to use the physical thing to fix it versus yeah. just waiting on God. God, yeah. you. I'm gonna say it again. We want something physical to fix it. It's like it's like it's like I'm saying it. I'm sound, sound like I'm contradicting myself because that's what a lot of us are doing. We're contradicting ourselves. It's like we're we're trusting in the physical to fix it, but we know the physical won't fix it. So in the back of our minds, it's like, well, man, God, won't you just do this? So we'll use something physical, i.e., Sarah and Abraham using a maid servant to give them a child. When God said, "I'm gonna bless you 
with the child. But no, that ain't, maybe that ain't the way you are going to do it. Maybe it's through this avenue. Maybe it's through that avenue. And then we turn to all of these things versus waiting on God. In other words, we don't, we don't trust that he's actually going to fulfill what he's promising. So it's like when the disciples, when the things don't fulfill it, then what do you do? You wait. You wait. Corey, that's funny that you said that because um, when I was doing my study on in, uh-huh. on this before I came into the um, the com- conference room today, um, yes. the word uh, the word in there for for doubt in in the Bible was uh, for the translation for it was distrust. So I believe yes. in you, but I distrust. Yes. You know, so help definitely is like help me with my distrust. Yes. And that, that's so crazy that you brought that up because that's exactly what it was. It's like, I believe God, I believe God, you know, that yes. Jesus could do it. I believe they could do it, but, um, but will he do it? Right. You know, will he? So it's right. that distrust. So help me with the distrust. I know you can do it, but help me with that faith that I need to be able to believe that you're going to do this right. and to be able to stand in that expectation that the Lord is going to come through on the promises that he promises us. So yes. that's really cool well, we, that you brought that up. That's good. But you know one of the things, you see, one, another issue is that, see, our expectation, we go, we ask with an expectation of you're going to perform this way. Exactly. That's how the Jews miss Jesus. Right. They expected him to get rid of the Romans. Right. And he was there to save them. Right. Right. It, it was like he, he got rid of the Romans, but not in the way that they thought. Not the way that they thought. And, and, and we go, and, we, and we, we, we come to the church, we go to the Lord with an expectation. I want you to fix it this way. Right. I interpret the, your promise this way. This way. It, 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 it's, it's, I interpret it to basically benefit me. And, and, and basically to gratify me. And, and this is the thing. We're, we're not talking about self-gratification here, right? We're talking about trusting God because that's the point. And I was sharing this with, with a group once, and I said, God did miracles. Jesus was on earth doing miracles, as we discussed last week, as a witness. That was to indicate that he was sent from God. That was to show people that, hey, I was sent from God. It wasn't just to, so people could be healed. Right. Right, like it, it wasn't just when he fed the five thousand and the four thousand on separate occasions. It wasn't just that so they could eat. See, a lot of times we mistake the miracle for something to just benefit us. Like if if you're not at that work location no more, that maybe because he's used you up there. He wants to use you somewhere else. That's like, oh, I mean, I can't, I, I just can't, I can't swallow that pill. Well, why not? Hey, why not? It's, it's, it's me trusting God. If God is going to, at the, end, at the end of the day, if God is bringing me to himself at the end of the day, the process that he, that he does it, that's, on, that's on God. That's on God. You know what I'm saying? I can't develop how I'm getting to God. When he's like, well, why would you say that? Well, because you chose to believe in God. You chose to make God your Lord. And it's just like, well, uh, this is an ugly picture. Okay, well, take away the God and his, his lordship, and then what's the alternative? Your More lordship. hardship? Your lordship and hardship? 
So so think about it. Now think about it. God's directing you to him and he's helping he's helping you to be more trustworthy of him and so that he could show you how he's actually prospering you in a in a light that you never even imagined i.e. Abraham again. I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Abraham didn't get to see the nations. He didn't get to see the nations, but now he does. Where he (laughs) is now, now he gets to see exactly what God was talking about. It's like, whoa, he has people basically replicating what I did with him. Did you get that? Yep. God was replicating Abraham's actions towards God. That was the nation that he was trying to build. He was trying to build up a group of believers that just followed God wherever God took them. Abraham didn't know where he was going when God said go. He didn't know. He just followed. He just trusted. Yes, there were times where he didn't. God forgave him. God got him back on his course. God led him to where he wanted him to go. God eventually gave him a son through Sarah that he promised. It happened. But guess what he had to do? He had to wait, and he had to trust, and he had to continue to follow as he waited and trusted. Three things you got to do. When it doesn't happen the way you want it to, you got to do it. You got to keep trusting, you got to keep waiting, and you got to keep following the way God is directing you to. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Just because it doesn't look good, you can't stop trusting God because it doesn't look good, because it doesn't feel good, because he's getting, he's taking you somewhere. He's taking you to this place that he promised you. He's taking you to that place that he promised you. And when you get there, trust me. Trust me. All the stuff you went through, you won't even think about it. He said it's like having a baby is what I, t- I was telling <laughs> You don't even remember all of the things you went through. It's like, well, you kind of do, but no, nah, when that baby comes, you just think about that baby. You just thinking, I ain't had no children. I've never had a baby. You know? But most women I've talked to that have had babies, they just be focused on that baby. It's that baby, the baby, the baby, the end, the end product, that product that you got. It wasn't the turmoil that you went through. It was the product. But you had to wait. You had to suffer. You have to keep going, trusting the process to get that baby uh, uh, growing and, and building and forming. You have to keep going through that same process. And that's the same thing with us, right? It's the same thing with us. Same thing. Same thing with this man. I love how he said, Lord, I brought him to you. I brought him to you, but he wasn't there. So he had to wait for him to show up. And then even even when he showed up, he didn't immediately heal you see what I'm saying? He didn't even immediately heal him. He was still teaching. He's still teaching. And notice this, too, when the man said, when the man said, if you would just be merciful, if you would just help, if you would just help. He didn't even know what he wanted. He right. didn't know what he wanted. At this point, I don't even know what I want. I just want you to be merciful and just help. And God <laughs> said, if you would just believe. And he said, man, I believe, but I mean just if you help. help my disbelief. Help, help me where I'm not trusting. Just I, I don't need, just help me. And notice, and notice, he just, just helped me. And God helped him. He helped him what? It wasn't that he healed his son, but he showed him that, yes, I'm God. Yes. You can keep trusting me. I'm God. I'm, I have authority over, over dumb and mute spirits. Yes, I do. 
I have I have authority over that. I have authority over your job. I have authority oh, over you, I have authority over unbelief. <laughs> I have authority yeah. over it, man. You yeah. just have to trust. You just have to trust. And you gotta wait and you gotta follow. And it's like, ooh man, I thought you was gonna give me some cake. No, this isn't cake. This is just truth. You gotta trust, you gotta wait, you gotta follow. And that's the um honestly the biggest way to grow our faith is is by yes. stepping out into it. I mean that's yes. how it grows by stepping out into the faith because faith without works is dead. If you don't step out into that faith, then it can't grow. <sighs> Spoken so and eloquently. And you did the experience denying yourself. Yes, that's just eloquently spoken. That was good, Christina. That was good. Yeah, brother Jim, that's it. You you you're practicing self denial. Yeah. Every time you choose God. Every time. Every time, man. You know, and you get so you get so engulfed with God, you forget about you. You forget about yourself. You forget that you're struggling. You forget that you're on hard times because, and this is what I was speaking of last week, you forget because you're so engulfed with God in the process. And, and you know, it's like you get to this place. I was telling a friend of mine, I get to this place where I, I know God is doing something for me so I can just sit back and just relax. Yeah. I can just relax because I know he's doing this. I, I see him working it. I see him working it. But then the distractions and then people coming in and trying to, well, Corey, you should be doing this and you should be having this. And it's the people that's thinking, you thinking they're helping you, but they're not. Because, see, they fill in your head with where you think you, where they think you should be and, 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 and trying to tell you what they think you should have. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Now you win. Right, and they, and they telling, yeah, they mean well, right? But all the only thing they're doing is getting in between you and God. You know God is taking you to the place. Just, just keep relaxing. Yeah, just keep relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, he, he got it. He got that thing. I don't have to go and get Hagar and have a baby with Hagar because Sarah can't produce. <laughs> wait. I, 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 I can wait. I can wait. Hey, they sure what? They should ride up. Oh, wait. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have, guys. I, mean, you know, it's. I mean, you know, this is this is good. This is good. This is good. And and you know, all the way, go ahead. All the way, go ahead. All the way throughout the Bible, it tells us as reminders to be able to step out in that confidence of faith that God tells us to build the altars of the time that He was there and delivered us from or brought to us what we needed at that moment in time. I mean, talking about even how how Jesus, how some of the mountains got their names, you know, uh, uh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah uh, Jireh, you know, Jehovah, yes. Jesus, you know, my banner, Jehovah, you're my yes. provider, you're my healer, and all of those things were because of God coming through on the promises of. Exactly. So we can stand on those altars in the past and just look back on the memories of of where he brought us through already, what he's already accomplished in our life, what we prayed for and he's followed through on. And that uh, being that, looking back on those, we could step out in that confidence knowing that God's going to be there um, um, if if we bring our faith to the table. That's it. That's good. 
You know what I'm saying, Corey? And we and we we will get busy trying to strengthen our faith. Right. And it doesn't matter how much faith you got. Right. If you got what do you say? If you got faith like a grain of mustard seed. That's it. It doesn't matter how much your faith you got. It's how big your God is. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And that, and that brings me to, I guess I did have something else. You just reminded me, because back to the disciple side of it. Yeah. Back to their side, right? Because they, they asked. They asked right after he yeah. healed the boy. They, why, why couldn't we do it? Yeah. He said over yeah. in Matthew, remember Matthew? He said, because you did not have faith. Right. He didn't trust. You, it's like, well, hold up. God had gave them the power to do all of this, right? God, now notice what I just said. God had gave them the power to do all of it. Right. And now they're trying to do it in their own power. Power, yeah. You see that? Now they're trying to do it in their own power. See, see, we run off because God gives us something, and we run off, and we try to do it for self-exaltation, not because of... God exaltation. We began to, it, it, I eat Benny Hinn, and I'm not picking on him, but I eat Benny Hinn. God may have used him to heal somebody, but then he runs off, and I'm going to start a healing ministry. Mm. What? Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now everybody thinking, Billy Hinn, I, I just go to Benny Hinn. No, guys. Wow. No, guys. Because you didn't because you didn't trust. What did he tell him, Corey? Oh, faithless generation. And if, if, if you pray and fast, that's why this is coming. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing it. But that's how this is coming. I got to stay but connected guess, to God. Go ahead. Guess what prayer does? Prayer makes me drag self to the throne of grace. It, that's it. Keeps me humble. Yeah. Fasting and praying keeps me humble. Yeah. It's not of my own strength. I, I can't rely I, on me. I can't rely on me. And then you say, you say, well, where do you get that from that? Well, because the scripture says, in all your ways acknowledge me and he shall direct your path. So if God didn't tell them to heal the boy, how are they going to heal him? Yeah. Make sense? If God didn't tell me to do this, to cast out whatever this is, they didn't know what they what they were doing. If God ain't directing you, but he did it before, yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah. What are you going to do today? Is he telling you to hear the boy today? He might be telling you to wait. Yeah. Yeah. He might be telling you to wait. <laughs> See, he might be telling you to wait. See, he might, want, he might be wanting to do something different in this man's life and in the boy's life. See, you thinking because you cast out a demon in Jim, you got to cast it out in Sarah, too. I got to cast it out in Sarah. Say, but why would God want the demon to stay in Sarah? I never said he did. He just may not want you to cast him out. Uh, who are you? Why are you so special? That, the, man, the man said he was looking for Jesus. He said he was looking for Jesus. He said he was looking for Jesus. Right. So in all, even in me, I gotta. I, and we all sometimes everybody think, oh, I got this word for you. And I know as ministers, this is minister preaching too. I got yep. this word for you. You may yeah. see something God showed you, but God may not yeah. be telling you to tell them. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> 
<laughs> you may not be telling you to tell them. I'm done. I'm done. I just wanted to share that. We we can easily get caught up in the thinking we're more than what we are. We're vessels, whether I'm a messenger, a man of God, I'm a pastor, I'm a bishop, or whatever I want to, whatever title I want to put on me. At the end of the day, I'm just a regular old vessel. God's passing through me. But you I'm know, not God. It's interesting how Jesus answers his disciples. Prayer. Yeah. Prayer. Communion with the Father. Yeah, none stop. Worship. None stop. Yeah. Yep. See, I can't ever separate. And that's the thing. Sometimes we we try to separate ourselves. I mean, Paul, he, he had to be humble. Yeah, lest I get too prideful because of the revelation. You know? Right. right? So it's, 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 we have to stay humble. We have to stay humble. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose. And if it has, join us again for more godly discussions. Thank you.